Welcome everyone to the Crit Rate Podcast for Wednesday, March 8th, 2023. This is episode 35 and I'm your host Justin Skirbo. Today I'm joined by Alex Schock. Hi. And I'm also joined by Justin Chow. I'm here. I might sound a bit under the weather. I'm just on the last leg of a small cold. This is what happens when you live with a baby. They're just like, they're getting whatever... Guess what? You got it too. You know, it's why I got rid of mine. So it's, it's, <laughs> it's, I'm not about getting sick. That's, that is good. That it is, <laughs> it is a wonderful day though. We're also coming back from a video shoot. Fantastic video shoot. Secret video shoot. Secret Stealth video shoot. Secret, but. It's funny. The, the people that listen to the podcast, they get the, the inside scoop on all the goings on. It's cool. It's like a video diary. It's like when you're walking around in Bioshock and you find a little audio log. <laughs> it's like this is the audio log this is the audio log. we should leave little easter eggs of audio logs on the website should we just take a podcast and cut it up into like 50 pieces oh. and then put them on individual recorders and just place them around packs to see if <laughs> wow. that'd be hilarious it's like a riddler puzzle yeah. trophy thing i love it uh but yes we just shot a video for the launch of crit rate we are very excited about it uh got some f- help from our friends so it's good. it was and i've never done anything really like this sort of like in a professional setting and um it was a really cool experience you know we 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 went in with a a good idea of what we wanted to do but it really came together and um it was fun but it was it was exhausting we were in new york definitely firing on all cylinders the entire time oh yeah and now I'm you're tired. Here. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm yeah. feeling it. You're hearing the result of this. So we're going to make this a pretty tight podcast. We'll be talking about the games that we are playing. We'll be talking about a couple of bits of news that came out regarding games being released and or given release dates. Uh, so let's just jump right into it. Alex, what are you playing lately? Thank you, Justin. Uh, I actually took some notes because I didn't want to forget because I had so many feelings about this game. But I started playing Wolong. Yes. Because I didn't really have anything to play. The much anticipated? Yeah. The reasonably anticipated. The I'm people getting it. knew it was coming out. Did. I was excited about it, then realized that there's another game that was similar to it that I might have been excited for otherwise. And now I'm not really sure. I, I don't think this is the game we were all picturing. Yeah. This is from Team Ninja, who made Neo. Neo. And it is a very similar game. This is a Neo game. Mm-hmm. It's a Neo game. Um, sorry about that. And so I, I took a bunch of notes because it was just like, look at all, like I just took like a whole bunch of shit. Yeah, there. yeah. Uh, and it's basically Neo. It's kind of the same type of combat, um, or the same type of combat you're picturing, but it's instead of having those stances, which mm-hmm. were kind of annoying last time, that's all about countering. So you're sort of running up to them and they'll have this like red glow on them, the enemies, and then you press B and you counter that. And mm. it's sort of this balancing act between attacking and then being hit. So you're trying to like... Is it like a rock, paper, scissors shoot similar to the stances? It's n- no, it's not rock, paper, scissors. You're just it's sort of like Bloodborne. Like the, the more you attack... Or the Sekiro? More... Yeah, it, it's probably closer to Sekiro. But it, there's a lot more jank in this. Mm. And the story is straight like... The game plays like Dark Souls, but you mash it together uh, with Dynasty Warriors. Like, literally, you got Guan Yu and Lu Bu running around, <laughs> and, like, the story is wacky, and the voice acting is wacky, and everything just feels a little, like, it was made in 2011 kind of a game, yeah. to me. Uh, kind of arcadey, it's li- it's a linear story, it's an action game, I'm, I'm sort of starting at the end and working backwards, but 
This is like an action game where you just run into like, you know, a standard like ancient village with like, and you can't go in any of the doors and you're just sort of running down a corridor. Mm. You fight sort of generic enemies and then there's a boss. Hmm. Um, Sounds very PS2. So yeah, very PS2. Um, Just like a whole bunch of random loot. You know, you're just buried in loot. And that was the big problem that I had with Neo, where it was like, I, I could have stood up with like most of the difficulty and like stupid like exploration and craziness and the stances and all that with Neo, but it was just the loot. I was like, I just had no patience to like go into my menu constantly, and I felt like you dropped like literally a hundred swords on me in one level, and it's like, what what am I even doing with all this? You know? Yeah, yeah and, and you get that a lot with this game. The parrying is it can be satisfying like there's sort of like these super parries that like really hit hard and that is fun and it's not like it's it's not bad by any means and it's getting it's getting good reviews i feel like my take on it's more negative than what i'm reading online um but it just doesn't feel as smooth like it's just there's so many aspects that are just ripped straight from dark souls which i'm just like dark souls did this better like yeah seeing right. all the elements and it's like that's not original um and i'm finding it where I think with Dark Souls, as we all know, it's like it doesn't feel cheap all the time because you can see what's happening. Like it's a cha- it's challenging, and you, when you get hit by something hard, it's like you can see it coming. You can work around it the next time. It, it sort of feels like something you can earn and and overcome. Whereas this game, it's sort of the animations are sort of like snappier, mm-hmm. or the the enemy will glide over to you if you dodge, or you know, kind of has that kind of feedback. Where it just feels like frustratingly cheap sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Especially the bosses. I'm sort of just like beating my head against the wall sometimes. So I'm kind of going through it. Like, like I said, there's still sort of like an arcadey funness to it. Uh, if you like Neo, you'll probably like this, maybe even more. Um, I wasn't a huge fan of Neo originally. Mm, and me neither. Yeah, and this, <clears throat> it's just such a weird game. And the story, like, I, I'm actually skipping cutscenes. Because you yeah. don't care about them. Because they're so weird. There's also yeah. really long load times, which is very strange. Like that literally strange. between levels, 20 seconds. Like yeah. 20 wow. seconds, that's, a long that's a, time. That's a PS4 game or whatever. Like That's an old gen game. I know. And dying is not instant. So it's like five seconds there you're waiting. Um, but it is co-op. So like we could jump in there and give it a shot. I wouldn't shot. mind trying it, definitely. It, it might be kind yeah. of fun. My brother played Neo 2 for a while, and that was co-op. That was oh. like our first bout with it. And oh. He said it was awesome. Like, mm. he really enjoyed playing the co-op with somebody in that. So so every level, you're paired up with, like, Lu Bei might be on your team, and he's just, like, running around and helping you. Uh, Lu Bei? Lu Bu? Lu Bu? No, Lu Bei. Lu Bei. Who's he's, he? He's, like... Blue, purple? Has, uh, green. He had like a long sword. Like oh, a long, that guy. The, yeah, he's a leader too. The long sword or like that? Not a berserker long like sword. Like a no, 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 not that long. Uh, just like a straight sword. Okay. Flat, like classic Chinese. We're trying to tie this back to our uh, Dynasty, Dynasty Warriors. Warriors. Like, I know. Yeah, I know. Yeah, Lu, you'll remember him. Yeah. I, anyway, Lu Bei. Yeah. So you ha- you usually have one or two like NPCs running around, and they're pretty awful, but they're they soak up hits and you know they distract people yeah but so you can you can see how someone would just drop in and play as, mm. as their dude um, is it more on the dynasty warriors side of combat and fighting and combos or is it more on the di- dark souls kind of like not like focusing on like a so couple enemies the, at a time the combat is you press x okay and that's your normal attack okay y is like a i think they call it a spirit attack but it's sort of just like a heavier attack and it it's it's sort of weird like 
everyone's health bar is made up of two sides. Well, like the left side and the right side. Mm-hmm. If you use regular attack, it'll build up the left bar. You'll see a, a meter build. And if you use Y, the spirit attack, it'll build up the right bar. So the bars are going towards each other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And when they meet, then the person gets like kind of stunned and you can do a super, like a special attack on them. Gotcha. So you have to balance between like, it's like poison stagger. Yeah, and like kind of uh, what kind of damage you want to do to them. Because you could just hack at them, but that's only going to build one side. Mm-hmm. So it's like sometimes they're weaker to one thing, so you're sort of like kind of knock trying to knock them down. A clever thing. It's it's interesting, and you do have sort of every weapon comes with special attacks yep. that are just sort of like the Ash of Wars, you know, just like a, a random special attack depending on the weapon. Hmm. Um, and then there are magic attacks that you get from leveling up. Yep. Uh, the magic is really not... It just looks so bad. Like the top level skill is this fireball that's like, hmm. so I just don't even really bother with it. But there's defensive stuff that I like to use and regeneration stuff. Okay. Um, but that's sort of the combat. It, yeah. It's pretty quick. I see it. So you're kind of tapping X a lot and you're sort of like taking advantage of things and trying to use your moves and really trying to break them by either doing, you know, one damage or both. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, and then that's where it gets satisfying and you can see them about to attack. So you counter them and parry them and. You know, that builds meter faster, too. So there, it's an interesting game in there. I don't think it's executed that well. Um, so there's just sort of like this big negative where I just get frustrated a lot, and it's just really annoying. And you're also a really boring, like, custom character that doesn't say anything. So mm. it's just sort of, like, dull. Yeah. Okay, so it seems like it, it's like a decent game that's, like, missing the... It's missing the hooks that are trying to, like... Yeah. That make it, like, really novel or, like, really, like, compelling to keep playing. I can totally see someone jumping into this since it's on Game Pass. And, like I said, if you like Neo, I would dive in. Um, It's got some interesting mechanics. I mean, again, if you like... If you're just looking for a Dark Souls-esque game, that's in there. Like, you can get invaded. Yeah. Interesting. Um, Interesting. I killed the two people that invaded my game. Felt really good about myself. Yeah. Um... Yeah, so that, that's really been what I've messing around with, and I think it would be fun to just like see what the co-op's like. Mm. Yeah, uh, but it's definitely not something like gonna rise above the, the yeah. fold for me. See, I'm surprised. I thought I w- maybe I was mistaken, but I, w- I thought uh, you took an interest in Metroid Prime, and we're gonna start playing that. I know, and I and I was, but then I was like, spend money or yeah, uh, yeah. try try this out yeah, yeah. because it's free. Um, so, so I went with the well, quote unquote, free option. Yeah, yeah, at least for the moment. I gotcha. Yeah, I would say that Metroid is a pretty safe investment. Like it's yeah, it's really very good. You know, uh, but it's a particular type of game. So yeah, yeah, and I'm I mean that's that's definitely still on my radar. I just I switched at the last minute. Um, so yeah, it's cool. uh, I guess a little disappointing, but it there is fun there. Do you think it's a like it or do you think it's a leave it? It's close. Honestly, really, um, I, I don't know. Ask me in a week. Okay, I'm still sort of like we haven't tried the co-op yet. I hit my gr- I hit my rhythm a little bit. Like I got a weapon that I liked. Yeah, that had a move that I liked. Uh, so I'm sort of tearing through enemies now, which is a little bit more satisfying. Okay, mm. but it's just there's not it's just not that much fun otherwise. Okay, we'll touch base next week and we'll see. Uh, yeah, we'll see what happens. Yeah, Justin, how about yourself? What are you playing lately? Um, honestly, 
not much. Dead Space, the little icon on my PS5, it's just hovering there. I always think about jumping in, and I'm like, I'm not ready to commit yet. It's not the right time. It's not the right atmosphere. Uh, then it goes to Hogwarts, and Hogwarts has always been, I mean, that's really just me dabbling right now because I haven't really had time to like sit down and like commit to it, and that's been pretty much it. So not much. I'm going to pass back to you because, I, I don't know, it's just a lot of work going on right now. Yes, the time for games will come. Time for work is now. Um, <laughs> I am playing a couple of things. Uh, I started a new game since we spoke last, but I really want to give a little bit of more airtime to uh, Final Fantasy Theater Rhythm. I'm really, really liking that game. I'm now pretty deep into uh, the completion territory of it. So it's actually kind of wild. They they have... Uh, the game is broken up into three sections. So there's... Uh, main, it's they're called series quests, music stages, and uh, multi battles, right? Um, and there's fun to be had in all of these. Music stages just play whatever song you want. There's no strings attached or whatever, but it's just like play a song. Uh, an important piece of this is your character's uh, experience, like the characters you're leveling, carries between all modes. So everything you do is productive. Like you're always leveling your characters, which is cool. Um, series quest is like the prime that's like the meat of the game it's like pick a game in the Final Fantasy you know catalog and play through all the songs in it uh, it's not all of the songs some of them have like way more songs than others and I I have now gotten to the point where I've found some like notable uh, like exclusions which is a bit of a bummer but maybe that's just because I'm like a super fan and I want to play everything now um but the game itself is really, really cool. I've completed many of the games, probably half of all of the ones in series quests, which is fun. But now there's this whole new element where there's like, if you beat the song, you complete, you, you clear it. But to complete it, there's like a specific quest inside each song that you have to do. Okay. That's like, kill a certain amount of enemies, kill this boss super fast, do it in this way, have this character in your party, whatever. Um... And in, in order to like fully complete the game, you have to do all of these quests. So I'm going through and I'm trying to get a lot of those done now, as well as finish the the stages just in general, so I can beat all of the individual games. I'm on Dissidia now, which like there's like 20 Dissidia songs in this game, and it's like I don't understand why. It's like Dissidia is all right, but it's like yeah, I know what that one has a, a lot in particular, and uh, the two online games had a shit ton like. Final Fantasy fourteen had like thirty something songs in wow. it, and eleven had like twenty. Wow! So it's like that's a that's a lot. Do they skip any major properties? Not that I can tell. Do um, they have adventure? There's DLC from uh, from Adventure. Yeah, cool. But there's only like one or two songs from it. Hmm. Whereas like games like Final Fantasy Mystic Quest got its own like entry in series quest, and there's only five songs in it. So you're like interesting. Yeah, there are some good ones in there though. Uh, but what I find myself most addicted to right now is the multi-battle, which is the online component of it. And the way that that works is you create a room, four people can enter that room, and then each character picks a song, and then it randomly selects a song, and then you all essentially battle. And it's like whoever performs best in the song wins. Uh, <coughs> you get all of the loot from playing the song, but then at the end there's like a special collectible card thing. It's like the, the main primary collectible in the game uh, that you can get. And you get to choose which one of these special prizes you want in order of who did best to worst. Uh, and almost always it's something new, but sometimes it's not. So, like, you want to do better so you get, like, first dibs on whatever you see. So, that it's just kind of addictive. And, like, the rarity of the cards that you get in, 
increases by how many battles you've done in a row. So like I've like so last night I went ten songs in a row, uh, and we we're starting to get some crazy stuff at the end, like cards I've never even seen before, and I was like, this is this is cool. So I can see how that would get really addictive, and I'm definitely enjoying that. But playing that a bunch, great game, would recommend for now. It seems way more in depth than I had first assumed. Oh yeah, based on just the you know the early early speculation about what the game was, I was like, right. oh that's neat. Yeah, I was but, prepared for rhythm game. Sure. Yeah, rhythm game with Final and, Fantasy music, and that would have been fine. I mean, at first you were like, if this is it, that's this exactly is what cool. I that's what I ordered. Yeah, but now I found out that there's a trap door under the plate. And yeah, like that's all this other stuff. That's awesome. Uh, so I'm enjoying that. The other game that I started was uh, so Ali and I are avid Kirby fans. So we picked up the new Kirby Return to Dreamland Deluxe on Switch, um, and it's wonderful. I never played the Wii one. This is a port of the Wii Kirby Return to Dreamland, and it's basically just your most standard Kirby affair: side scroller, up to four players, you know, uh, find X amount of collectibles in each stage, sort of thing. But it's exactly the type of flavor that Ali and I really like in co-op. So. I've been playing that, and that's really all that I have to say about it. It's cool. There's a bunch of mini games and stuff. Like, there's oh, it, like we've played a, a handful of different sessions now, and each time we've like done something new and experimented with something and got really into like some new part of it. So, cool, cool game. Nice. I enjoy that. Would recommend. Okay, <clears throat> so we've only got a few topics, but I just want to touch on some of these because it's big news. Big news for us. So first, uh, we had a teaser come out for a new Dragon Ball Z Budokai Tenkaichi game. Hell yeah. They barely showed any footage. We just saw Goku powering up, which is enough a- for me. As he does. Yeah, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, so what do you guys think about this? I know we all we all have our own histories with the Dragon Ball Z games. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, at least for me, Tenkaichi was like, that was my lane. I never played the 2D Budokai games. They never really spoke to me, or I just never really had the uh, exposure to it. But when I was in college, we mainlined Tenkaichi. Like, we had Tenkaichi 1, were there when 2 came out, played the shit out of 2. Yeah. I played more of 2 than any of them. Uh, and then we briefly played 3, but that was, like, right before we graduated. So we were pretty much, like, done with that. I remember freshman year of Tenkaichi, uh, we went to the same college, right, Justin yeah. and I. And I remember the <laughs> we'd, be, we'd be in our dorms and... Uh, like in that game, there are motion controls because it was on the Wii, and you just see these. Oh, we did not play the motion control. One. <laughs> oh no, PS2 one. Yeah. Oh, uh, we were playing the one on the Wii, and there was like a, a thing where you had the nunchuck and the. Oh, it was me and Dave, Dave Vanderpool, and it was like you take the Wii and the nunchuck, and you're like, I mean the uh, the Wii nunchuck and the the Wii mote, and you're like putting it to your hip and then like pushing it, like like you're constantly trying to do the Hadouken motion over and over again. Yeah. And I just remember these girls walking past our dorm being like what the hell are you doing because we're just standing there just like jamming the controller back and forth in front of this tv yeah it was a proud moment in my life yeah. but thank you we're battling yeah it was, was good alone. it was and, exciting and those are the games where you could go like super saiyan in the middle of combat right yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. which was like revolutionary <laughs> to me or to us i guess um because in the original 2d budokai games you you were just the characters and yeah um and those games were weird too. I remember. I mean, I remember playing them at like, I think Nobs's house, like our old friend. And uh, it's it's like a weird game where you have to do like down forward, right back, up down left to do like destructo disc. You know, yeah. you had to put in these weird combos. So Krillin's standing there like crouching and punching and doing all these things, yeah. and then he does the special move. Yeah. 
So that I mean that's the older game, yeah, but Tenkaichi was a lot smoother. That was yeah. just like you're holding buttons. It's like L one and triangle, and that's your Hadouken. no. It and was and Tenkaichi was awesome. <laughs> I mean, it was we, we have been playing environments, three dimensional battles. Yeah, like. and I mean, Chow and I had been playing a lot of the Naruto games too, so there were like there was some familiarity with how that work operated too. And I know we did a lot of TN versus Yamcha fights. Just to it's like we would try to get the base people and just kind of yeah. went at it. Yeah, and that was should not have taken the most fun because once you started getting to the overpowered ones, it was like everyone was dying so fast. Yeah, yeah. so yeah, you do the Tian Yamcha, you do like the you know Krillin versus uh, what's uh, what this is, yeah, Chatsu, the other bald one, Chatsu, Chatsu is the little one, yeah, Krillin, and you would do the the more underpowered guys as as Chow does, he you sort of refuse to like give up, yeah. So we did we did Tian versus Yamcha, but you chose. Yamcha, mm. and I think Tien was just straight up a better character. I think it was better too, but I didn't want to admit to it. I have a problem with that. And this uh, little, like, but Tribune thing came out like instantly. His Tribune was really good. The f- the freaking um, solar, solar flare, flare. Yeah. really good. Yeah, uh, and all Yamcha had was a stupid spirit ball. <laughs> Wolfing, <laughs> Wolf. Oh my god, that's great. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, I'm always down. I'm a huge Dragon Ball Z fan from when I was a kid. Uh, I always play the games that come out. Like it was all over Kakarot and yeah. uh, that Dragon Ball Fighters. I still don't know what that game's called. Actually, Fighter Z or Fighters. Yeah, I think it's Z. Okay, so yeah, that was awesome. So whatever this is, tell me the same story. I don't care. I'll do the Frieza saga. You know, I'll do Cell, yeah. Androids, whatever. Literally, just give me the same game and have it look cooler. I remember on the PS3, I played Raging Blast because that was like almost yes. Tenkaichi, but it wasn't exactly the same. It was like I don't know. It wasn't the same, but. uh Dude, the Tenkaichi stuff, man, like, all of my friends that we played with back then all, like, texted me when that trailer dropped, and they're like, yo, you see this? I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I saw this. You know what, sorry, were you gonna... No, no, go ahead. But what's, what's cool about, well, what I'm hoping is cool about this, because what I haven't done in any of these other games is played the new canon storylines. Mm. So, like, doing any of Dragon Ball Super, right? Like, I don't think there's any game that has that content in it. Uh, so no, yeah you yeah, yeah i think I you're mean, right. outside of dragon ball fighters that has like some of the characters yeah from like it. goku black sure yeah and then that's and that i mean that was cool but i'd love to go through like the tournament of power you know yeah. in in a game format that would be cool i mean i'm not familiar i didn't watch any dragon ball super so that would probably be yeah, the way just, that i learned that story yeah f- fun new arcs and uh i mean everyone loves a good tournament and uh yeah so it's funny man like it's just exciting we got so passionate about it back in the day like probably the funniest story that has carried on with my friends is so uh two of my friends andrew and brandon we used to play a lot we used to play with our other roommate or brandon's other roommate andrew um we just had like a whole crew that would play constantly this kid alec like you know all the guys from our freshman uh first floor and uh this one time my roommate Andrew was uh, a very, like, angry person. He had a lot of anger management problems. Like, he he would just get really, really, like, amped about stuff. Yeah. And uh, I just remember, Brandon is so funny. He's just, like, so irreverent. And, like, he was actually very good at the game. So he would just dunk on Andrew <laughs> so hard and like he would just be laughing at him like, <laughs> like not in like a, a mocking kind of way but just like kind of making fun of the fact that he's like just getting so pissed off about losing then I remember it got so elevated one time <laughs> Andrew like right after 
Brendan beat him, Andrew freaks out and just starts choking him out. <laughs> he literally drops the controller and two hand grabs him by the neck. <laughs> Carl just, he's cracking up in his face while he's getting choked out. I, I'm picturing Brendan just laughing oh as my it's God, happening. It was the funniest shit ever. We still talk about that to this day. <laughs> so We're funny. Like, dude, like, literally, what, like, Brandon sent me the text where he was like to a group chat of me, him, and Andrew. And he's like, yo, did y'all see this? And I was like, Brandon, you got to up your life insurance, bro. <laughs> Oh, man. I remember when Andrew also got really mad at something. I forget when. Punched yeah. the door so hard to the point where he was in a cast because yeah, he, he broke his hand. His hand. Wow. We were, that was when we were playing Halo. Yeah. He got so mad he punched the wall and broke his hand. Oh, Andrew. In the hospital. Was like, oh, my God. It was a real thing. Man, college life is funny. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, this is exciting. <laughs> yes. It is punch, punch a wall and break your hand, choke out your friend. Choke out your friend. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't know about a man. Someone two hand choked out. <laughs> oh my god, this is funny. So yeah, I'm very much looking forward to playing that game. All right, second piece of game news: uh, Starfield. Starfield got a launch date official trailer. I think this is actually a delay. I think they told us that the game was coming out like at an earlier time. That's what I thought. But they too. never, that they never committed yeah. to a date until today. I guess not. But I could have sworn we were. We were looking at like a, like a Q2, Q3, like, I don't know, like June. Mm. That, that's where it was in my head. Maybe I'm wrong, but yeah. this does seem later than. And when is it? September? Yeah. We're going to find out right now. So we were actually on the road when this, uh, this dropped earlier this morning. Yeah, when right? we were driving to the, uh, the studio for so the trailer we're, recording. We're actually, we're, we're pulling it up now. But it's interesting because like, we, well, the stuff that we were talking about in the car too is like, are we even excited about this game? Do we still hold some level of value for, for Starfield without really knowing anything about it? I, I do on paper. I think they did a pretty poor job managing hype on this yeah. one. So I'm going to blame them on, for that. The marketing is just, what well, marketing, you know? Like, there's a sandwich, there's a trailer, there was like a little bit of... And they announced it years ago, so it's like, yeah. they, they, it's hard to hold on to that love for that long. The but only, the, the idea is cool. Yeah. So, yeah. like, I'm there for the idea. The well, only it's, thing... It's like a credible studio, you know? We know yeah. that they're like... Um, we know they're... I mean, angry. it's Bethesda, you know? Yeah, right. Like, it's not just a credible, it's also like a... Seven billion dollar sold to Microsoft, right? Seven, seven point eight, something like that. Yeah, right. It was Shrek sold for ten. I know, right? <laughs> Shrek was more valuable as a property That's than a, all of Bethesda. The power of like kids entertainment. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, Can you hit that? Yeah. So we're just pulling it up now. It. We're doing it live. Yeah. So we did not watch this trailer, so we're gonna do a live viewing real quick. I'm sure there's some kind of voiceover that we're not gonna hear. But, but um, I mean, I will start by saying that I am sorry, excited for the this game only for the fact that it's a. I mean, it sounds so shallow, but it's like a space game and it's an exploration game. I have some level of faith in Bethesda's storytelling, you know, capabilities and their immersion, you know, and when they go into like actual video game territory with like dialogue trees, I yeah. mean, they are known for that, right? So like. Part of me is like, okay, I, we're taking it to space. This is kind of what I've been looking for. And I'm hoping that it's going to be the No Man's Sky that I wanted when No Man's Sky was being told to me, you know? I want, I've said it before, I want more space stuff. I want more mech stuff. Like, let, let's get a little bit more sci-fi with this, you know? I mean, right now I feel like all I'm seeing is sci-fi, you know, jargon, clip, I don't know. This, that was a terrible trailer. Wait, is that it? <laughs> wow, that was really the that was that wasn't There wasn't that, gameplay? Well, so there was sort of gameplay, I guess. guys. September 6, 2023. So it was a variety of interesting 
uh, vignettes of <laughs> of interstellar trailer shots. <laughs> and then we got a release date September sixth, twenty four. Oh, oh no. if it isn't Todd Howard, game director of Bethesda. Hey man, oh, I'm relatable playing. with my V neck and my hoodie rolled up sleeves. But look at my Rolex watch. No biggie. Oh, this is just. Okay. Oh, I hate it when developers talk. I've never seen them play a game in the background like this. This is a little weird. Yeah, right? Bizarre. Also, that's totally not... All right, all right. Whatever. I mean, okay. So... Wow, that was definitely intentional. Did you see? Like, yeah. Yeah. So we're watching a what looks like a dev diary about the development of this game, which, fair enough, you know, cool. I, I am still a little... Oh, it's a direct? Or well, oh, they're they, advertising when they're going to do it. They announced a direct that's April, May, that's three months away. Very exciting. Okay, so they're showing some gameplay. Yeah, so if, based on the gameplay that they're showing graphically, it looks quite interesting. I'd like to know more about the game, like the yeah. quest lines so, and what, what the like gameplay loop is going to be. So they're showing first person on like a Mars like planet in the um, background. Okay, now that. Customization, customizer, enemies. I, I'm really more interested in right the gameplay loop, space, like how they're gonna interact, like how's that, how's that gonna work? Yeah, um, I saw some gun switching on like a, a radial dial, uh, some slow motion going on when you're I, switching between. I want to see you get a quest, do a quest, complete a quest. I'm not as worried about the first person stuff. Like I feel like I know where that's gonna be yeah. based on like Fallout stuff. Yeah, yeah. So I want to know what else is happening, and they didn't really show what. How that was. intentional was it to show the TV and the character stop moving when the guy turns around to wave at the camera? Was that? Did you uh, notice I mean, that? To well, show that, was, that it was like it was actual gameplay. Right, right. Was it actual gameplay? Probably. Yeah. I, I mean, that was definitely. That was an it's underwhelming like, trailer. Sorry for that watch along. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. Uh, really not much going on there. They but, de- yeah, they definitely set that up. As they, yeah. Is that, uh, so it's funny because like the shots of the developers walking as a team in like the West Wing style, yeah. like I'm walking together because this is an important group. Yeah. Is that, is that the, is that the, what I'm starting to learn is the Microsoft's zhuzh, you know? Like, yeah, because they did that with, uh, yeah, their last direct or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or they showed, like, we are gamers. Look, we're Xbox. We employ people. Right. Let's yeah, walk I, down this hallway together. I really, yeah, I really don't like that. We're a team. That, that, that shows nothing. Right. Yeah. That shows, I don't even know what. I don't know. So what's what's your what's your temperature on Starfield at this point? For me personally, I'm pretty I'm pretty mid. What, 1 to 100? I'm just saying, like, just in general, like, are you, are you, like hot on this are you cold on it like is it something that you're like looking forward to i i feel like i know i'm gonna play it but my actual genuine excitement for this is like it feels kind of inconsequential like it really doesn't matter to me whether or not this game is good or bad does that make sense i i'm there's still a lot of potential here for me to really enjoy this but i'm i mean i'm i'm cooking at a easy lukewarm you know until i learn more and this is so far away at this point um it could easily go up, I think. I again, I just, I just like space stuff. Yeah. So there's potential here, but that trailer didn't really do anything for me. The direct's not for three months, which is kind of crazy to me. That is a very odd announcement. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm just, you know, once I see Todd Howard and his cool casual work clothes, <laughs> I just feel so excited. Yeah, you just, it just really I gets mean, you it, going. It's just something about this like weird startup culture <laughs> that he just exudes. You know what I mean? Even though he just sold his business for what like a nice guy. Oh, What a nice, relatable man. Yeah. Um, I will say though that I am probably. And lukewarm was right. I'm definitely at the upper half of the lukewarm, yeah. you know, category. Only for the fact, again, 
it's a space game and it looks like a cool rpg and bethesda knows how to do them so hopefully you know um so i'm ex- i'm excited for another like you know what was that uh that other game Fallout. Oh, no. Outer Worlds. Outer Worlds. Yeah. yeah, I like that. And if that was like a taster of, then like, and Starfield is supposed to be like the deeper version of that. Like, I'm down. I'm definitely down to jump in. How I'll play or how I'll feel while I'm doing it is going to be completely up to, you know, I don't know. I have no expectations for that yet. Right I'm now, ex- they haven't convinced me of anything to the contrary of it being Fallout in space. Yeah. And if it were just Fallout in space, this is how it would feel. Yeah. Lukewarm. Like, great. But Not I'm bad. sure there's more to it, but we haven't seen that yet, so I yeah. can't get more excited about it. Yeah, right. we were talking That's about this in the car, where like I feel like I need to f- I need to know what that initial hook is. Yeah, you know, and I'm sure I'll find out because I'll probably don't. In June, maybe you know? in June. Yeah, yeah but uh, that's really what binds me to open world games because like I don't really play too many open world games. It's just not really my bag. Um, so th- that isn't to say that. Open, some open world games haven't reached the ranks of some of my favorite games like ever you know I really really love the Fallout games mm-hmm. um, but I think they had a very good hook to them like almost immediately like some kind of narrative hook some kind of environmental hook you know and what I'm seeing from Starfield is like it is space right but it's like give you that space some personality yeah. you know what yeah. I mean like make it make me feel like I care about these people and you're yeah. not just like generic space guy or whatever you know yeah show me some uh, some cool like uh, like groups of like I don't know races or some like you know uh, what do you call them like not gangs but uh, factions factions that's the word thank you show me some cool factions and some story beats about like pirates fighting each other and like i want to know somebody's name i want i want to go in somewhere and be like hey i'm old mod and i've been uh-huh, hanging out here uh-huh. my whole life and you're like oh mod what, what are you doing <laughs> she's like well i'm having this rat problem can you help me with rats? Here's plasma <laughs> yeah. like, thanks mod yeah i'll go fix these that's rats exactly, for you. exactly here's five schmeckles for. for your trouble thank right you Oh, you could take those schmeckles down to my friend <laughs> down the street. She'll sell you another plasma gun. And you're like, dope. Let's go see what's going on there. Okay, get my plasma guns. Is there all in the basement that's Dude, locked? You, is there a key? Maybe you should upgrade your key. Dude, make you should make games. This is I, great. <laughs> I'm riveted right now. Yeah, But like, I don't know. I, I want to know. Tell me who the players are. Yeah. Tell yeah. me who the players are. Tell me why I'm here. Why do why, I care? Why do I give a shit? Yeah, right. Why do I give a shit? I cared about Megaton because I was like, maybe I want this town to blow up. Maybe I don't want this town to blow up. But I knew that that town could blow up. And later, <laughs> and that's someone mattered. was like, I will pay you to blow that town up. And I was like, but I like those people. Right. And I don't know if I want to do that. And that, that, that's when there's like a know, moral dilemma. That's how you know the game got you. Yeah. You know? and, and Outer Worlds di- went like halfway in a lot of these things. Like, I think there was some something appealing about Outer Worlds and... They set up like a half good world, and like it, everything was sort of just like well, almost it, it, it there. It wasn't there. I mean, yeah. the, the perfect example for that one is like, hey, like Tuna Factory people, we need you to go fix this thing, and you're like, okay, and then you go there, and you're like, oh, hey, we're this outside town that's been stealing power from the from the tuna plant, and you're like, cool. And they're <laughs> like, do you want to shut off our power or give us more power? It's like, well, I don't know you. <laughs> yeah. I guess you're gonna have this power, sure. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. So, so it's like decisions with consequences, but you need to care about the consequences. You, you could see what was missing from that game, which is I think led to its downfall, at least in my mind. It was a f- fine game, I guess. Yeah. But 
I don't know if this is just going to be that more or if it's going to be something completely different or what, but yeah, we just haven't seen anything. Yeah. You know what's funny? Okay, really quick aside, because it's something that you you guys just kind of like sparked in my memory. During that section in... Um, What's that game? Outer Outer World. Outer Outer Worlds, right? Uh, In that game, I remember thinking, like, man, it wouldn't be cool if there was, like, always a murder route that you could take where it was, like, you can somehow murder the key player in this game but then do it stealthily where nobody knows that you did it and now you're, like, in the world where it's, like, post this person died versus, like, hey, you're on a cliff and you shoot this person and now everybody knows that you killed this person. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's that one little bit of immersion break that they don't really... Get anyway, okay. That's so no, like, that's like the Hitman games. You, you haven't played the Hitman. No, but that's ever. not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about more like where, yeah, you can either like, you know, do right by the Tuna Factory or do right by the small little like outfit outside of the Tuna Factory, right? Yeah. But what if like you killed the main head of the Tuna Factory, but no one know you killed the, the the main head, and then like they wrote an entire like different storyline just for that. Like, I don't more, know. More maybe variables I'm, to each of the like. Yeah. Instead of like just everybody knowing what you did. Immediately, the Hitman comparison that I'm giving you is like so. In those games, it's like it's almost like a, a, a timed box where everything's running on a certain thing. Yeah, you've done the and it's like if you cut the line at some point, like if somebody's meant to talk to somebody else and they don't meet up, yeah, then a whole other thing happens. Right, and now they're on a different path. Then exactly, like a, yeah. exactly, like kind that, of a butterfly yeah. effect. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool. That's cool. Not everybody knowing that you killed somebody, even though they didn't see it. Anyway, uh, yeah, it's very stiff and very just like, how did yeah. you know that I did that? Anyway, weird aside. Yeah. We'll move on. I think there are. I'm. I'm trying to think. I believe in Fallout. There are some situations there, but the results of them are not exciting. Like <laughs> it's almost like if you kill the person, then the quest line just ends. Mm-hmm. Right. And then it's like okay, and then you don't, can't talk to anybody about it. Like they don't comment on the fact that the person died. It's just like the quest line is just over. Yeah. Chow's always trying to kill people without anyone noticing. Listen, I, I just want, <laughs> I just want people to die. It's like the game is playing with you, and you want to play back with it. You know? Right. I want to have a conversation with the game. I don't want the game to just talk to me. The game doesn't want to have a conversation with you. It I know. To, it wants to tell you, you what's know what, happening. You know what game did? Zelda Breath of the Wild. All right, I'll stop there. You Never heard of people it. People in Zelda, you can't kill them. No, you can't really kill them, but you can experiment, and the game will basically like work with you or like work against you in certain ways example example like putting a bunch of the little balloons on top of a raft and then having it float in the air while you use like a leaf to like push oh, it around to like yeah. float around oh yeah but like with npcs though well npcs the only other thing was like just seeing them go about their day and like see them like live their lives like you can't really interact with them well, that's you true a bunch of pumpkins and like block their front door with it i wish then you get what happens <laughs> Good question, actually. What is the game with the most advanced uh, NPC, like, AI in that way? That's a great question. Probably The Sims, I'd imagine. Maybe. Mm. If you let someone go to work and then when they come back home and you take the door away. Well, that's, like, your character, though. (laughs) I'm on, yeah, like, the people around you, like, how, how deep does it go? Like, how, if you kill them, they just never show up again in the game. You know, and it has, like, lasting consequences or, I don't know. I, I haven't really thought about this. You just sort of, like. Yeah. I guess the closest thing that I've come to has been less about, like, especially with the NPCs, it's been less about you interacting with them, uh, and more about, like, how they live within the world. I'd like to see how far you can impact that yeah, routine. Right. Would be kind of interesting. Hitman sounds like the closest thing. I remember in Radiata stories, you could kick the NPCs. Yo. <laughs> how could you figure you? that I out? I think you yeah. can. Yeah, with the triangle button. Yeah. Yeah, you kick them. The when did you play Radiata Stories? Man, these roots go deep. Yo, dude. All right. These roots go deep. 
Yeah. I didn't play as much as you. I played it briefly, but I didn't like really retain much of it to memory. I just remember it was the RPG that you could kick people in. <laughs> yeah, I do remember you can kick people in that game. Um, but that was fast. All right, we don't have to talk about that. Yeah. But this is an interesting concept. <clears throat> I, I think this is the trouble that, or this is the problem that a lot of games come up against. I know that was like a big Code? fault of like uh, Cyberpunk, right? Right. Like, well, they promise slightly illegal. Then the cops just kill you. You know. <laughs> Maybe this is an example, but like I remember being really impressed at the time when Halo One came out and the Marines on your team, like sometimes they would get dropped in in the middle of a campaign, and you could keep them alive or you could kind of ignore them and they would just all get wiped out. There wasn't really like a story element to that, but yeah. at the end of the mission, you know, you, they could be saved. They would get back on the dropship, and it was kind of interesting. Like you impacted their lives directly, yeah, yeah. Uh, and they had different paths depending on your choices. I mean, it's a you know, it's a light example, but Halo, I remember at the time being kind of impressed with that. Halo 1, you drop down on the first time on Halo, on the Halo, like, you know, ring. And then you find a group of, you know, soldiers that you, like, could save. And, like, at the end of it, if you do save them, they get back on the drop shit. And if you yeah, so, don't, yeah. yeah, then Cortana's like, oh, we couldn't save them. And you're like, oh, shit, I'm we could have saved them? Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to think what happens if you, like, stealth kill, like, a major figurehead in something in, like, Skyrim or, like... The entire town is just after you. Well, if they know that you killed them, but I'm saying if you stealth killed them. That's a good question. Yeah. I mean, if Bethesda could pull it off there, yeah. but I can't honestly remember because I pl- I tried playing like a like a semi-good route. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like usually they just like, yeah, they just know automatically. Yeah. Even if you stealth kill them, they're like, you murderer. I'm like, right. how did you? Yeah, Before right. This podcast, let's each try Skyrim. I have it. Skyrim and try to kill the first major NPC and see what happens. I have. I actually don't think you can kill them. I think I've tried, and like you can keep chopping at them, but if they're like a main story character, you can't kill them. You can't just like leave a bomb close by them or something. Are no. there bombs in Skyrim. I, I mean, I guess. Skyrim in a long time. Yeah. I mean, I guess Dark Souls is the closest, right? You can just straight up kill any NPC. That's true. I mean, in the original Demon Souls, right? You yeah. can kill the person that gives you levels, and then you're kind of effed. Yeah. Could you really kill them? I'm pretty sure you can kill the the <laughs> candle kill maiden. Yeah. yeah. I just yeah that 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 option didn't click in my head. But. Yeah. I remember you telling me this when you first introduced me to Demon Souls, and you're like, "Yeah, you see this blacksmith? You can kill him. So be careful. If you kill him, then you'll never be able to upgrade your items I again." I did that. Yeah. I, and I, I did, it was I it wasn't even intentional. I just like accidentally hit R one. Yeah. And yeah. yeah. <laughs> straight killed him, and I was like. Well, now who's this? <laughs> yeah, right. That was a funny uh, realization. Interesting. Well, maybe Starfield will answer a lot of these questions when it comes out. September 6th of this year. Uh, I feel like other stuff is coming out holiday season. Am I nuts? Yeah, there's been a couple things that have been announced, but I don't remember now. Well, before then, Tears of the Kingdom's coming out. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Resident Evil 4's coming out. Final Fantasy 16's coming out. Like, Street Fighter 6 is going to come out. Like, I'm good. Like, Tears of the Kingdom I mean, is a... Ar- dude, Armored... Oh, sorry. Armored Core is Armored Core is yeah. this year. When, did, when was the date for Armored Core? They, I, I think, think that's fall or something. They just said this year, yeah. like 2020. It's going to be later, but... I'm excited for that game, Armored Core. But I am also not sure what to expect, which is also exciting. Yeah. Double excitement. That's at least it was announced part. this year. Yeah. Not like Tears of the Starfield. Tears of the Kingdom is coming out at the end of April. Is that right? I, I guess. Uh, May 6th. Okay. Still, still, Damn. it's so weird. Yeah, we talked about this a couple podcasts ago, but that's just that's a little bizarre to me that we we know so little about we it. We might be playing it two and a half weeks. That's true. All right, guys. Well, that's about all that I have for news. Oh, there was also the tease for maybe Counter Strike Two is coming out. Mm. Yeah, I like Counter Strike a lot. I played it a lot throughout Co- my life. Yeah, I mean, spent we were talking about that on the ride in too, but that was big game my middle school days. So. 
yeah, why not? Right? Like that's exciting. It's yeah. a it's a staple game. Uh, a lot of people like it. It's probably it's probably. Hmm. I'm trying to think of what title it gets. I wanted to say like one of the most influential first person shooters of all time. But is it influential? Yeah, it's, it's just... definitely uh, a. It's definitely one of the most major games of the industry to ever have come out. Yeah, like, I think it's like if you look at like the bedrock of FPS as a genre, Counter Strike takes up a sizable chunk. One hundred percent. Yeah, everything. It's like Doom, Counter Strike, maybe Halos in there a little yeah, bit. Yeah. You know, I'm not even sure if it's like whether or not it influenced like development, but it's definitely touched like a majority of the gamers that. I- I think so many games. games like compared themselves, like they tried to do what Counter Strike did. Yeah, it's, they um, built a lot of their. It's the bedrock of PC shooters. Any any popular good PC shooter now is looking at Counter Strike, being like, okay, how can we like iterate off of what they're doing? How that's many, Valorant. That's Overwatch yeah. to a certain extent. That's like all this for stuff. sure. And how many Newgrounds videos use those sound effects? That's right. That like crunch, 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 and then bomb is a plant. Just all those sound effects were just up for grabs for some reason. So yeah. I'm going to listen back to this podcast and listen to my voice because I feel like my voice is fucked right I now. Think, <laughs> I think it's getting worse as the podcast goes is on. It's getting worse. I, I think all you need is a saxophone because it sounds pretty jazzy. It's a like, sleep reset. My Sultry. Voice. Sultry. All right, why don't we wrap it up, guys? Yeah, all right. That sounds good. Good podcast, everybody. Long we'll, day. We will be back next week. I hope everyone looks forward to our crit rate launch video. Very excited about that. PAX, not next week, the week afterwards. It's going to be huge. We'll be there. It's going to be huge. We'll be there. We'll be there. All of you will be there. All of, all of us, all of will, us be there. will be there. All Listeners, you might be there. And you, if you are, come by and get some free shit. We will give you free shit. We say it every podcast. <laughs> we do. We do. You listener, tell us you listen. All right. Thank you, Justin. And thank you, Alex. Thanks, everyone. Thank you. Thanks, everyone. We'll see you on the next one. Bye, everybody. See, see you later. later.